Welcome to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. In this program, Marty discusses waterfowl and upland bird hunting, as well as the clay target shooting sports with some of the top industry leaders and shooting pros from around the world. If you're just starting out or you've been hunting and shooting for years, we'll have wing and clay target news and information that you can use. Now, here is your host, Marty Fisher. And here we are, and boy, what a what a great week! I'm going to tell you something. If you're located in, if you're in the United States, and I know we have we have listeners all over the world, but if you're in the United States and you're east of the Mississippi River, and here we are at the at the end of July, what about this cool weather? I mean, holy smokes! I mean, it's almost down here in South Georgia. It, it's almost like. Uh, you know, mid to late September. I mean, we're you know we've got uh, uh, temps you know down in the in the in the mid to lower 60s early in the morning. I mean, that is a what a blessing that is considering uh, you know at at my house uh, since the early part of June, it's been over 90 degrees every day, and that's very unusual. So it's great to have this cool weather. But uh, welcome to the show. Uh, this is Marty Fisher. I am. Um, Really happy that you're that you're tuning in, and boy, we've got a we've got a great show this week. Uh, you know, I've got a a buddy of mine that I'm going to bring on here in just just a few minutes, Jack Homer, who owns a company called ESP Electronic Shooters Protection. You know, I had Jack on. Oh, when I first started doing the show, I, you know, months and months and months ago, early, early January of, uh, of 2019, and I and, uh, had another guest, and, and we talked a little bit, but uh, time goes in a hurry, so I wanted to bring Jack back on and, and really get into the nuts and bolts of, of shooting and hearing and uh, you know, not just not just shooting, but uh, you hunters. I mean, the guys that are hunting, we're getting ready to start dove seasons and and duck seasons and deer seasons and all of that kind of stuff. And believe me, uh, Jack's going to have some things to say when we bring him on here in just a few minutes. But I do want to do this uh, first of all, make sure you remember that. As always, the first segment of my show is brought to you by the Crushable Vault. You know, that's a that's a product that uh, I, I've been pushing pretty hard, and and uh, you know, I know a lot of folks have um, have made some purchases, and they're very happy with the product. And and basically, you know, what what this thing does is, you know, we're scared to death to carry guns in our truck or our cars because you know we wind up throwing blankets over them and all of that so nobody can see them that there's a gun in there but this product looks like a piece of luggage you actually put your gun cases in it zip it up it, it looks like luggage but there are um, uh, two cable connections that you can use to to secure it uh you know not only secure the 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 cases to keep them closed, but also secure the cases to the vehicle. And, uh, you know, if, if a petty thief doesn't walk around with the jaws of life, he's not getting He's not getting your gun. So I can tell you that. Well, it's a great, great product. Looks really good. Very high quality. Made here in America. Do me a favor. The crush, uh, go to crushablevault.com. Uh, look around in there a little bit. They've got some great stuff. Uh, you can even put wheels on it to, to pull your guns around because uh, these things will hold up to three gun cases, and that can be that can be pretty weighty. Uh, if you like something in there, there's a little promo box. Type in the word Marty, my name, and they'll give you an instant 10% off at your purchase. So do that, crushablevault.com. Give them a look. All right, real quick before we bring Jack on. What's going on in the world? Well, Wing and Clay News, yeah, I guess the big thing, you know, I talked, uh, you know, a week or so ago, 
about the about the new law, that Proposition 63 over in California. I mean, what how insane is that thing? I mean, you you know now the the people in California, if they want to go buy ammunition, they've got to go through a background check. Uh, you know, I go over there duck hunting from time to time, and I can't carry ammunition now, and I can't buy it either. So, you know, I'm 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 going to have to, you know, depend on somebody to to hand me some, I guess. But um, a group of folks have filed a lawsuit. Uh, Kim Rohde, our, our, uh, one of our Olympic shooters, who, you know, uh, by the way, you know, Kim's won medals in six straight Olympic Games. And she's hard at work right now getting ready for that seventh Olympic Games. And, you know, nobody, no lady has ever won medals in six straight Olympic Games. But Kim, and this lady shoots 500,000 rounds every day. Now, we can only imagine what that's like, but... She does. And imagine the nightmare that she has to go through because you can't ship ammunition over there either. So, you know, her ammo sponsors, I mean, they literally can't ship her ammunition. So, you know, she's uh, she's in a bit of a pickle, you know, and uh, this is an Olympian. I mean, as crazy as that may seem. So we'll keep you updated on what's going on with that. Um, a couple of things that just finished up, the uh, Scholastic Clay Target Program and the USA High School Clay Target League both finished their national championships with the high school kids and junior high school kids uh, a week or so ago. Uh, those two events had a, in the shotgun portions, you know, had about 5,000 kids competing. Uh, my local club, I'd been talking about it here on the show, Forest City Gun Club out of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they didn't win the national championship. We had hoped that they would. They did come, they did come in fourth overall, but what they did do was they won 10 individual uh national championships and that's uh, that's that's pretty good and and I will say this three of the top four teams came from the state of Georgia so I don't know what's going on with all you other teams out there in the country but uh, you better get to work because right now Georgia's uh, Georgia's is, is is in control uh, we had the world fit task over in France uh, the US teams won four team gold medals uh, the men's the ladies the juniors and the seniors uh, my buddy Bill McGuire, who I had on the show, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, won the senior. Uh, Joe Fenizzi, uh, who's the son of um, uh, Fred and Maria Fenizzi that uh, that manage Quail Creek Plantation down in South Florida. Uh, Joe is a is a young kid who is really quite a talent. He won the won the juniors for the world. Um, also in sporting right now, you know, Michigan, South Dakota, New York, we all got state shoots this week. The World English is coming up. That's the next biggie. That's going to be August 5th through the 11th at Northbrook Sports Club outside of Chicago. They've got about 1,100 people registered. The one thing that's going to happen there, too, the Guinness Book of World Records is actually going to be on site to certify the longest clay target ever shot with regular clay target ammunition. Now, my buddy George Digweed from England uh, shot targets out to, they say, out to 130 yards. But none of that was certified by, the, by Guinness. So this will actually be a world record certification, and that's going to be live. I mean, in a lot of you can go there and, and, uh, and watch it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the National Sporting Clays have also introduced what's coming up in 2020 for the regionals. Uh, the Southeast Regional is going to be at the South Florida Gun Club. The Northeast at M&M Sporting Clays over in New Jersey. Uh, the World Fit Task uh, this year, it was, in, it was in France this year. Next year, it will be at Providence Hill Farm over in Mississippi. That's going to be great. 
of the North Central Regional will go back to the aforementioned Northbrook Sports Club. Uh, the South Central Regional will be at the Greater Houston Sports Club. Uh, uh, I actually designed the first sporting clays course they had there. And the Western Regional is, is at another one of my gun club designs, Clark County Shooting Park in um, Las Vegas, Nevada. So those things are really good. And Skeet, the Junior World's going on right now and uh, at Fort Bragg Target Center in North Carolina. U.S. Open's coming up. I mean, there's a lot of shooting going on, folks. U.S. Open's coming up in September 5th through the 8th at the Rochester, Rochester Brooks Gun Club in New York. Um, and Trap, you know, it's getting ready to get crazy in Trap. I mean, the Grand American's coming up. They've got the uh, you know, third through the sixth, the... AIM, the uh, which you know is basically academics, integrity, marksmanship. This is administered through the the Amateur Trap Shooting Association. Uh, this is the high school and college teams. Um, everybody under 23, uh, they'll they'll be giving away scholarships at that event. And then right after that, the 120th Grand <clears throat> is going to kick off um, August the 7th through the 17th. That's going to be at the World Shooting Complex and Rec Center in Sparta, Illinois. 120 trap fields. That's three and a half miles of trap fields. <laughs> That's quite a sight. A thousand campsites. I've got a cumulative now, 17,500 entries for shooting at that thing. I mean, this is going to be absolutely crazy. And, you know, the Grand American started, you know, a long time ago. This is, like I say, it's 120. The earliest, earliest Grands, they shot glass balls. And then they started shooting clay targets in 1900. So, you know, those things are going on. And, boy, I, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's an exciting time to be around the, the clay target business. But, you know, hunting seasons are right around the corner. And with all of that being said, I want to, at this point, I'm going to introduce my buddy. We're coming up on a break here, but we're going to have enough time to get him introduced. Uh, this is Jack Homer. Uh, Jack is, uh, is the uh, owner and president of... Electronic Shooters Protection, and uh, Jack, hey, welcome to the show, buddy. Glad to have you back again. You know, a, a few months ago, we, we had a chance to chat, and uh, it went by so fast that, you know, we didn't we didn't even talk about a number of things. We want to do that today, but we, we're, you know, we're, we're going to be coming up on a break here, but real quick, why don't you tell me a little bit, about how'd you wind up being in the shooting business, especially the hearing protection business? I mean, that's you know that that not a whole lot of people do that well after uh, 20 23 years in the telephone industry i got tired of getting laid off because i always seemed to be with the acquired company and so i went shopping to see what i was going to do with my life and uh, stumbled across esp was for sale it was only about a year old at that time and i bought the company mm -hmm. and uh best thing i've ever done it's been i'm going on almost 25 years now you know, and that that is that is really is amazing because it it's difficult. You know, when you get really small companies, I mean, and 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 let's face it, and I and I I'm just going to say this. You know, it's kind of a niche company, if you will. I mean, you know, this is a this is a product that, uh, well, let's face it, a lot of people need it, but not everybody has it. So you've got to figure out a way to to uh, to 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 make that work and to create an urgency and in and and, uh, and, and and for people to buy it and of course the urgency for me was the ringing in my ears that I had you know from from not having my ears protected for so long but uh, you know it, that's that's quite a feat buddy twenty five years is um, that, that's big time and I, I congratulations well thank you thank you 
Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm uh, I, I've got some questions that I <clears throat> that I want to throw your way, and I'm you know I'm glad I got me some water because I'm having to clear my throat here today. But we're um, we're coming up on our on our first break, and I I wanted to get you introduced, and folks. When we come back, Jack Holman and I are really going to get into the nuts and bolts of shooting and hearing and how it works for the hunters. I mean, there are so many different applications. We're even going to talk about archery. And, you know, as strange as that may seem, because this is a wing and clay show, but a bunch of us, including me, you know, will go climb up a tree and, you know, and have a bow in my hand from time to time. So, folks, stay tuned. Wing Clay Nation will be right back with Jack Homa of Electronic Shooters Protection right after these messages. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And back we are, and I'm here with my good buddy Jack Homer from Electronic Shooters Protection, or ESP, when you want to shorten that up. Uh, hey, you know, if you're a, a social media guy, and I know a lot of folks are, uh, check us out. Our website is wingandclayradio.com. Uh, I'm tuned into Twitter right now on my cell phone, so if you want to tweet me a question, twitter.com slash wingclaynation. 
And uh, if that pops up there, we'll see if we can get that answered for you. Uh, if you're a Facebook person, facebook.com slash Radio. Uh, on Instagram, it's instagram.com slash Radio. And uh, lots of ways to get us if you, uh, if you want to on podcasts as well. iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher all carry this show. So that's a mouthful about all of that social media stuff. Let me get back to my buddy, Jack. Now, Jack, when, <clears throat> when we were talking before the break, you know, he kind of, you know, alluded to the fact that you, you've been doing this now 20 Almost 25 years or, or 25 or almost 25, but anyway, a long time. Yep. And, and you know, early on, like everything, um, there are really changes in technology. I can, I, can, I can remember the very first pair of ESPs that I had. They, they, I mean, they worked. They were great. But the one thing that I could, I could do, I put my hands down in my pocket, you know, and it sounded like jingle bells in there rattling my shells around. I mean, there are all sorts of little things that are now different. And I think that's probably from a digital difference or something like that. But talk to me, if you will, about the differences. I mean, you, you said the company was a year old. I mean, my gosh, I mean, they had there has to have been some significant modifications and changes in technological advances since day one. Yeah, yes, there has. Um the, fir- the first thing about it was the initial philosophy of how the circuits were tuned was an assumption that if people were shooting guns, they must have a hearing loss, and hearing loss is usually in the high frequencies, so let's boost those high frequencies and make them, make them better. Well, what we found out is the original designs from the previous owners was overdoing the high frequencies. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we did is did some retuning of the uh, circuitry and the speakers and microphones and things like that to get the sound to be a little bit more natural sounding and get rid of that uh, jingle bells in your pocket, shells rattling in your pouch, uh, crunching of walking on gravel, things like that. Mm-hmm. That was our uh, initial number one complaint, if you will, of, of what was going on. And so once we solved that issue, uh, things really started taking off. And the, the growth of the company has been primarily around word of mouth. Uh, you know, we got some people to, to try them. They liked them like you. And then people mm-hmm. started talking about it. And when Marty Fisher likes something, other people tend to want to go ahead and try it. Well, you're very kind. <laughs> but, I, you know, I've got that. <clears throat> I've got that look. <laughs> That little crazy picture that I that I post every now and then when when I'm standing in the duck blind and we were filming some some television I'm standing in a duck blind and 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 of course I didn't even know that that was it was capturing this but I'm standing there, I've got my ESP stuck in my ear which you can plainly see mine happened to be orange I mean they come in all sorts of colors but mine are orange and uh, and the guy next to me. Has, has got cotton ball stuffed in his ears. And, uh, you know, we all laughed at that. But but to be honest with you, um, you know, that, that stuff was that stuff was real. So, uh, you know, and and I'm not sure he didn't wind up buying some ESPs after that because I, I dogged him bad enough about his cotton balls. But those little those little things, you know, do matter. I mean, we've you know, and and, and here's the other thing, you know, from a technical standpoint, what you know, so many of us just stuff you know, stuff foam in our ears or something like that. And that works. That works. But, you know, what, what the real difference, I think, in 
you know, in in ESPs and the in the in the digital product and the analog product, you know, the, you know the voicing, the sounds, the blockage, and and all of that kind of stuff is what really makes this so much different from everything else. Because you tell people to put hearing protection in their ears in a dove field, and they'll think you're nuts because it's, well, I can't hear anybody yell at me and tell me there's a bird coming. So little things like that really matter. So, you know, the changes in the technology. Uh, not hearing the clicking and all of that stuff of the shells. Did that did that come from changing the the, the frequency or, or how how did you do that? Yeah, it was changing the frequencies. Uh, just think of like the tone controls on your on your stereo. Uh, we just turned down the high the high tones and cut those back to be a little bit more natural. Mm-hmm. And it was really as simple as that. It was just some design assumptions that were made that were turned out to be not as correct as they could have been. And so uh, we fixed that. And, and yes, you're, you know, you're talking about hearing protection. Um, you know, hearing protection is hearing protection is hearing protection. You, you know, if you want to be protected, you got to stuff something in your ears or, or over your ears in the, in the case of earmuffs. But the problem with, like, as you said, with the passive devices is you can't hear what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. And that may be okay on the Clay's range. Uh, or or at the pistol range or rifle range or things like that, because hearing is not necessarily as critical. Uh, a, a big example of that is the difference between sporting clays and trap shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in trap shooters, the ability to hear is not an advantage, right. uh, tr- because trap is a game of perfection, and the spurious noises around you can be distracting and so people typically don't like electronic uh, products for trap Mm -hmm. but in sporting clays there's two factors one it's a lot more social like like hunting sure Uh, it's a lot more of a social sport because you're going around with a squad of guys and gals that um you know you want to talk to and hear what's going on but even then when you get into the into the shooting station the ability to hear the traps going off that are hidden in the bushes that little timing difference of hearing them versus seeing them can make a difference in in hitting the target well, and that makes all the sense in the world. And, you know, of course, a trap shooter, <clears throat> and you're absolutely right. I mean, they they are, well, I, I, they're a different breed. Yep. And, and, I, and I'm going to say that in a, in a positive way. But, you know, a lot of those guys, I mean, they'll have the little the little blinders on the side of the glasses and things like that. They don't want anything but a focus right in front of their face. They don't want to hear anything. They don't want to see anything except a target. Well, yeah, yeah, and trap trap is very repetitive. The mm-hmm. target is going to be in the same plane, not the same place necessarily, right to left, but it's in the virtually in the same place every time. Um, in other shooting sports, in sporting clays, it can be anywhere. Right. Just just like when you're hunting, you know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're out uh, upland hunting, hunting pheasants, um, walking through the brush, you want to hear the dogs working. You want to hear their beeper collars or their bells when they go on point. Um, the ability to hear the birds flushing. You know, when that when that rooster gets up out of that corn stalks, they're making noise in those corn stalks. It can mm-hmm. definitely help you get on the shot faster. Well, so, it, it, what it does is it helps you locate, too. Because a lot of times, you know, I mean, you go early season pheasant hunting, a lot of times that corn is over your head. Right. And, right. you know, and you want to be able to get a directional. And that's another that's another technological uh, change 
that I have recognized now over the years is, you know, the, the direction of the sound is much more pinpointed today than it was years ago. Well, a lot of that has to do with the, the quality of the sound reproduction that the electronics are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you're getting rid of the spurious noise in the environment and having a more pure, natural sound, your brain can calculate direction a little bit better. And, and our brain is what calculates direction by the minute time differences of sound coming into the left and right ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's no different than our eyes, how their binocular can determine range. It's by those, the slight differences in what the brain is, the right eye is seeing from the left eye. And so that's, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Well, that, <clears throat> without question, you know, and I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I was, years ago, when I got into the clay target business, uh, or I say clay target business, when I started shooting clays, would have been back in, uh, oh, my gosh, you know, late 70s, early 80s, whatever. Uh, you know, they didn't have the real fancy machines like they have now. I mean, almost everybody, every gun club had that single stack 240-volt um, Winchester, old clunker machine, and when that thing went off, it made a big clunk sound every time that arm released. And the old timers, they totally depended on hearing that sound of that arm go off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For the target. I mean, that was a huge advantage to those guys. I mean, they had heard it for years and years and years. And, And I don't think, you know, shooters today you know, really and truly don't have a whole lot of understanding what that was like on a skeet field. But, I mean, they they were moving. They moved on the sound of the arm, not on the visual of the target, as crazy as that may seem. Oh, correct. So, uh, you know, but nowadays, I mean, my gosh, they would, they had some ESPs. They would have uh, they would have really heard it coming off. They had to turn those things all the way down because those machines were really, really loud. But you're absolutely right about sporting because, you know, you've got to – you know, a lot of times a guy like me, I'm a course designer. I'm going to hide them. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want you to see where every target is. I want you to have to pick it up visually. Uh, but, well, uh, but having well, that advantage of, of the sound is going to help make that happen. Well, I mean, I, I had a, an example of that in, years and years ago when I first bought the company and got into shooting sporting clays. Uh, one of our local courses had a trap that was, uh, oh, 10 yards behind us up on a scaffolding, throwing it overhead from behind. I could hear the trap go off and shoot the target basically directly above me where everybody else was waiting till it was 20, 30 yards in front of them mm-hmm. because they had to wait till they saw it. Sure. It's sure. a and big that, difference. Uh, it really does make a difference. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I can see that. And that relates to hunting. Um, mm-hmm. I had a gentleman that had an adopted grandfather who he took pheasant hunting every year to the Dakotas and the old man couldn't hear anymore and came home empty every year. Got him a set of ESPs. He could now hear the birds flushing. He came home with his limit. Hey, nothing like that. Hey, you know what, Jack? We're up on another break, man. I mean, time flies when you're having fun. Folks, stay tuned. Jack and I will be right back, and we're going to actually start talking a little bit about hearing and hunting. I, you, I think you're going to find this very, very interesting. So stay tuned. Wing and Clay Nation will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, 
VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email, wingandclayradio at gmail.com. That's wingandclayradio at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And hey, by the way, I know we just came out of a commercial, but I do have to remind you that this portion of the show is going to be brought to you by my good friends at Negrini Cases. You know, if you uh, uh, if you've got a nice shotgun, there's a pretty good chance that Negrini made the uh, made the case that the gun came in. But they they are much more than that. They actually have some really really nice custom cases that uh, uh, that you would really be proud to own and uh, take around with you. These cases are made in Italy. Uh, lots of fine Italian leather. Uh, stitching is great. Uh, the look is great. And the one thing I like about them, they're really lightweight, but very, very, very strong. Uh, they do, this is almost like bumper testing in cars. You know, they, this product is, uh, the casing is hard enough. It's a double wall construction, and you can bang these things around. They're pretty, but they can take a licking or take a, yeah, take a licking and keep on ticking, as they say. So, do me a favor, go check out negrinicases.com. If you like what you see in there, they've actually got a little giveaway that they'll they'll give you. Uh, spend a couple hundred bucks. Type Marty in that promo code box. They'll send you a brand new uh, waterproof ammo case that holds 100 shells. Be great for, uh, great for you waterfowl hunters, that's for sure. And uh, they'll even throw in the shipping. Negrinicases.com. Go give them a look. Okay. Jack. Yes. We were, you know, we... This, this show, what the heck, is Wing and Clay Nation. Okay, it's a whole bunch of Wing and Clay. But you know what? A lot of guys like me, we hunt other stuff too. And, you know, and, and I wear my ESPs. When I get up, in a, get up in a deer stand, you can bet I've got my ESPs in because I hear things that I would never hear without that. And that's even with a bow. That's that bow, gun, doesn't make any difference. So, and I know a lot of people that, that do big game hunting don't think they need it, but tell me why they do. Well, the the number one reason is because hearing loss is cumulative. Um, as every time you hit a loud sound into your ear, it's chipping away at the little hair cells in the inner ear, and that's called hearing loss. 
I had a really scary conversation with a young man 15, 20 years ago. He calls me up, and he was dead serious. He says, don't you... Don't you need, or doesn't hearing protection weaken your ears? Don't you need to toughen them up to the loud sounds? <laughs> and he was dead serious. Uh, and most people now recognize toughening them up to loud sounds means hearing loss. Um, and just because you can tolerate the loud sound without it hurting, and with, in other words, there's no pain, doesn't mean you're not doing damage. Um, it, and, and it is cumulative over time. Uh, and, and one shot and especially, you know, rifles nowadays with muzzle brakes, oh. uh, you know, how yeah. a muzzle, how does a muzzle brake work? It's shooting the gases backwards to pull the gun forward to counteract the recoil. Mm-hmm. Well, if the gases are coming back, so is the sound. Yeah. And, same thing with ported shotguns. I mean, yes. you know, they're, I mean, they're, they're trying to, you know, and that sound is going in a different direction other than straight out of the bore. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I, I experienced that myself. I never thought porting made that much difference until I decided it was, I was out practicing. And I was a little upset and I took a shot from the, the from the hip mm-hmm. and the ports on the top of that gun. Wow. What a difference. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But I, but, but you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, and, and not only that, um, you know, the, I mean, it, it's, it's great for protecting your, your ears, but the one great thing about the ESP product is man, it, you can, you can turn those things up and down and you can hear things, that you would never hear with the, with your normal ear. I mean, I can hear I can hear deer coming up behind me from a long way off, and and where I would never hear that before and be surprised. So, right. you know, that's yeah. a that's a great advantage. Yeah, if you if you turn uh, the way we've got ours uh, uh, configured, you turn them up all the way, you're going to have about two and a half times normal hearing, and that doesn't sound like much, but it is that is a tremendous increase. And if you get much above that, uh, some of the other competitors say, you know, six times, ten times normal hearing, you, you, all you're hearing is every ant walking on the on the floor. Well, you, uh, you're, hearing, no, you're hearing noise at that point. Correct. It, it just gets to, to be too much. Yeah. Um, and so, there, yeah, there is an advantage of you can turn them all the way up uh, or somewhere in between normal and all the way up and enhance your hearing and, and hear the turkey coming in, hear mm-hmm. the deer coming in, hear the hogs moving through the brush. Uh, I mean, it's good for any kind of game. Uh, yeah. Last fall, I went up and got my first antelope, and uh, I was out on the windy, windy fields of Wyoming, and uh, works just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, and and when you take that shot, you're not worried about the the loud noise hitting you and causing a flinch. Uh, people don't realize that a lot of flinching is also due to loud sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just it's not always just the recoil. Well, we um, all, hey, listen, we all jump from a loud sound that we don't know is coming. Right. You know, right. And, we, and, and when we're shooting, we, you know, like that, you know, a lot of times we jump and we know it's coming. So we yeah. still do it. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it, it just makes all the sense in the world, you know, whether you're a bow hunter or a rifle hunter or a shotgun hunter, when you, if we're hunting big game, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect product for that. And, and, it, and it really gives you an opportunity to hear things that you'll never hear otherwise. And you're still very well protected. Now, you know, Wing and Clay Nation, man, you know, well, let, let's talk here a little bit because I'm going to tell you something. I've got dove season coming up. And, you know, that's classified as an upland bird. So we're out in the wide open, Jack. I mean, they're not, uh, you know, I'm not enclosed. I'm not down in a pit. I'm not in a blind. I'm not, I don't have a guy standing right on top of me. 
but I've got a lot of guys shooting around me and you know, the whole bunch of times that we're going over that 90 decibel threshold, which is the start of, of, of potential hearing loss. So t- tell me a little bit about, you know, the Upland application here and how that would work for you. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's just like whether it's clays or birds or, you know, Upland birds or what have you, you know, the, the shotgun uh, is still going to make a loud noise. Where is the noise going and where is it coming from? Um you know, if if you're in a dove field, and, and I've been down to Georgia for, for a dove hunt before, and basically they sat us around the field, you know, 10, 15, 20 yards apart. Well, if, if the bird's coming, you know, down the line, so to speak, and somebody next to you is pointing the gun in your direction, not at you, of course, but the muzzle is more towards you than out to the center of the field, you're going to get a loud blast of sound from that other person too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not just you that you're getting the blasted from. So, um, you know, having the electronic earplugs, you know, and you can, you know, yell across the field and hear the other guy, you know, here they come or, or, you know, that type of thing. Well, and that, and that happens. I mean, that is, that's one of the reasons that, you know, just a lot of my hunting buddies, you know, I'll, I'll I'll put my ear ears in, and and they look at me and say, "Well, are you putting earplugs in?" I said, "Well, yes. You know, I want my ears protected, but <clears throat> you know, I well, you can't hear me. I said, yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> I said, I can actually hear. I can actually hear you better than I can if I don't have them in. And and they said, "Well, you know, we you know we we would like to put something in our ear too because you know my my you know my ears are ringing at the end of the day, but I can't hear my buddy." Say over your head, you know, George or whatever, you know, and uh, and that's that's a that's a big thing. But it is so very very important that um, you know with, with gunshots going off everywhere, it really does make a difference. Now, you know, um, and same thing with with quail hunters or pheasant hunters. I mean, in, in that instance, you're actually walking side by side, and right. so there's a there's a the potential of a of a, of a greater noise. Yes, there is. And one thing we haven't talked about was the physiology of the human hearing mm-hmm. and loud noises. There is a phenomena called temporary threshold shift. And what that is, is the body is trying to shut down the ears to protect themselves. Now, it doesn't do a very good job at that, but we've probably all experienced it. If we went to a, a loud bar or a lo- uh, whether it's a live band or a concert, uh, when we come out, our ears are feel kind of stuffed up and and we're not hearing quite as well and it's kind of the, our sound around us is kind of foggy. That's mm-hmm. a temporary threshold shift. As soon as you fire that first shot with unprotected ears, the body's going to start shutting down. So your communications with other people is going to get worse anyway uh, just from that phenomena. And uh, so it's closing things down and you're you know you're gonna have to yell even louder. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's another another reason for you know wearing the protection, sure. and if we're and if we're experiencing temporary threshold shift, we're probably experiencing damage. Yes, I would think so. Now you know that, and and I I do a lot of upland hunting and walking behind dogs and all of that kind of stuff. But you know we you know one of the things that we don't think about is the sound of a dog whistle. Oh, dog I mean, training. that is that is uh, that's a that's a real deal, and I mean nobody in, under the sun would ever think, you know, I need to hear, have hearing protection on because I'm blowing a dog whistle. Well, no, that's not exactly right. You you need to consider it. 
Right. Uh, uh, you know, especially professional dog trainers. I mean, if you think about how many times a day they're blowing that whistle or, or shooting the blank guns. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the blank guns are still loud. Um, they're not as loud as a you know full 12-gauge shotgun or something like that. But those blanks are, you know, designed to make a lot of noise. Sure. And so, you know, dog training uh, is, you know, an, another noisemaker out there. Uh, goose calls. Um, you know, I, I know we're going to talk about waterfowling here in a little bit, but uh, goose calls are extremely loud. Um, one, of the, one of the questions that people ask us all the time in waterfowling is, how is this going to affect my calling with duck calls and goose calls? Duck calls are typically not that big of an issue because they're not as loud. They're more subtle. Mm-hmm. And so they don't cause the circuitry to go into, uh, to trip to the loud sounds. Uh, goose calls, it's almost guaranteed. Well, on that high, that high bark note, that's pretty much a guarantee. And, you know, I, I've been, I've been in, in scenarios where I've got guys, you know, blowing those doggone things and I, and I'm one of them, you know, I'm blowing one too. Yep. And I mean, every time, every time you hit that bark note, whether you're, whether it's snow geese or Canada geese or whatever, or even, even speckle belly, when you've got that little, that little trill <clears throat> laughing type sound that the specs make, um, all that it. stuff is, it's all over 90. I mean, every, yep. all of that stuff is over 90 decibels because, you know, it's designed to reach way out there. Yep. And oh, ba- back up to our big game hunting, elk calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those screeching yes. elk calls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and we really, you know, for the most part, nobody really thinks about that. I, you know, I've done a lot of work with dog trainers. I, I mean, I've had some really, really, really nice uh, field trial dogs that were my great hunting companions too and I sit there and I watch watch those dog trainers if that dog gets off in a distance and they've got to they've got to correct that dog or stop him and handle him I mean they take the about the deepest breath they can take and shower down on that whistle because they want to make sure that that sound gets all the way out there right and if you know the dog's coming back in, that little peep 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 peep, that's that's not bad. But when you when you shower down on it, all you've got, believe me, you you have you have hit a threshold that is not comfortable to the ears. So uh, yeah, I mean uh, you know dog, I mean it, the application is is so broad, and that's uh that's that's the beauty of the product is that is it works in so many different situations that a lot of folks don't think about. Now I know we're coming up. On our last break, Jack, and and uh, you know I'm going to uh, I'm going to go ahead and take that break now because I do want to talk about the waterfowl stuff. I mean, you know, duck seasons are coming up, and a lot of guys down in goose pits, duck blinds. I mean, you've got all sorts of sounds down there, and the concussion of those three and a half inch shells going off, and and all of that. There have got to be some issues there that we can talk about. So, folks. Stay tuned. We're going to talk duck and goose hunting and hearing right after these messages on Wing and Clay Nation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Think of the world 50 years ago. 
now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. If you have a question or comment about the show, we're here via email. WingandClayRadio at gmail.com That's WingandClayRadio at gmail.com now, let's get back to this week's show. And welcome back. And boy, my buddy Jack Holm and I, what a great conversation we are having. And by the way, you know, this, this portion of the show is brought to you by Jack's company, ESP, Electronic Shooters Protection. You know, we haven't really talked a lot about those threshold numbers and all of that, but I'll tell you this, anything over 90 decibels, it gets muted down a little bit and just enough where you don't get that hearing loss. And I'm going to tell you something. That is magical because I can remember the days when my ears would ring like crazy for after being out in a, in a duck blind or a, a dove field or something like that, and that no longer is the case. So what I want you to do, uh, you know, listen to everything Jack's saying, but by all means, go over to his website, ESPAmerica.com. Take a look. He's got a bunch of different products. We'll talk about that in just just a couple of minutes about the different levels. But uh, ESPAmerica.com. Go there. I promise you, you're going to like what you see, and you will thank me when you see me if you put these in your ears. So, Jack, we've been talking about hunting, and what we what we haven't talked about is is what I really love to do, and that's duck hunt. And goose hunt. Now, a lot of times you're down in a pit, you're in a blind, you've got three or four guys, five guys. I mean, if if you're going out on late season snow goose hunting, I mean, you may have 10 or 12 guys, you know, laying all in a line right there on top of one another, all of them with, with 10 or 8, 10, 12 shot semi-automatic shotguns shooting three and a half inch magnum shells. And when the guy says take them, they empty the gun. Oh yeah, my God! I mean, let's let's talk about that a little bit because you know that sound is a little bit different from being up out in that open where the upland birds are. I mean, you're down in a more confined area, and that has got to make a difference. One one of the things that uh, 
years ago started, I finally started to notice it. During goose and duck season, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I would start getting the calls. I was out, I was out hunting this weekend, and, and that guy swung that barrel over my head, and my ears are still ringing. I think mm-hmm. I better do something. Mm-hmm. Well, the goal is to do that before your ears start ringing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the better plan to do that mm-hmm. um, than, than that. But, yes, uh, you know, hearing protection uh, should be absolutely mandatory when, you, when you're getting shoulder-to-shoulder with other guns. Um, it's just uh, imperative because, you know, it's not just your gun blast, but it's everybody else's that you're getting blasted with. So, you know, oh, yeah, I'm only, you know, I'm going to go out goose hunting. And, and you know, the limit here is only five birds or three birds. Well, I'm only going to take three to six shots, hopefully. You know, that's all it is. Well, no, it's your, your three shots and the other five guys' three shots in the Magnum ported gun is just beat the heck out of your head. <laughs> Well, and think about, you know, I mean, and, and I was serious about the, the late season snow goose thing because I see it all the time. I, I, I've been a part of it. Uh, you know, I've been there when, you know, when a line of shooters come up and all of a sudden you just heard three boxes of shells go off in about six seconds. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right on top of you. So when you want to talk about cumulative, <laughs> that's really cumulative there. I mean, any way you look at it. So, you know, that's uh, that that's real. But, uh, you know, is it... How about the, the the concussion side of it? I mean, you get down in those goose pits. I mean, it's it's almost like a big thump going off, and yes. uh, you know that's that that has to have some effect on your hearing. Well, it does. It does, and it, it it's interesting phenomena with with gunfire is it's really not the loudness that causes the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the loudness is very brief. If you, you know, were to look at a gun, the, the sound wave of a gunshot on a graph, it's basically a a peak straight up, straight back down. Unlike so, earthquake, you know. So the loudness isn't that that long. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the concussion. It's the shock wave getting into the ear that causes the damage to the hair cells. Um, the, the analogy that I use, it's, and it's the little hair cells in the inner ear, which is the analog to digital converter to get the information to your brain. What happens is the analogy is it's gunfire versus industrial noise is like the difference between a hurricane and a tornado. And you living out on the coast, you know what a hurricane is mm-hmm. and a hurricane comes along, you know, it blows at 90, 100, 135, you know, for hours and the trees are swaying back and forth, and then they finally start, you know, branch here falls off, branch there, knocks a tree or so, couple over. But it's a, a slow process. It's not immediate. Tornado comes along, very short duration, high intensity, just like a gunshot. Mm-hmm. And when it hits those trees, it shaves them off. They're gone. And, and that's what happens to the, the hair cells in your inner ear. Uh, so gunfire is, is kind of the worst sound when, you know, any explosive impact noise is the worst for hearing. You know, the second worst is, you know, spending 30 years in a factory uh, with, you know, industrial noise that's not as loud, but it's that cumulative effect that it ends up happening. Well, I've got a, I've got a brother who was a, a, a heavy equipment operator. He ran, you know, ran these big gigantic cranes all over the world. I mean, and uh, he's, he's retired now. Uh, he's actually younger than me, and he's retired. I'm not. Uh, go figure that. But um, 
uh, I mean, he his hearing is so bad. I mean, he literally almost it's almost like sign language with him. I mean, it is it's really crazy. But <clears throat> you know, uh, talk a little bit, Jack. You know, uh, let's talk about different models, different products here, just a little bit. I mean, I, I do want to get that out there. Okay. Uh, give you a chance to talk about that. We've got a we've got a couple of minutes to do that. So, uh, talk about the product line a little bit. All right. Currently, we have four models. Uh, we're one of the last ones uh, in the marketplace that still has an analog circuit for the price point. And then we have three models of digitals. And simplistically, the protection is the same in all the models. The protection is the earplug itself. The amplifier is there to let you hear through the earplug. And then the amplifier has protection so it doesn't overamplify. And in our case, we limit the output to about 90 decibels. Mm-hmm. So the difference between the models becomes quality of sound. And what I'm talking about is quality of sound is what you're listening to in between the gunshots. And the simple description, it's like the difference between AM radio, FM, CD, and iPod. The mm-hmm. better the circuit, the better the sound reproduction. Uh, the other thing that we can do that uh, some of the other companies can't or won't is we can custom tune these to your hearing test. And so if you supply a hearing test along with your ear impressions, we can custom tune them and actually uh, help your hearing. Now, we're technically, legally not a hearing aid, but we can make some product line differences. Mm-hmm. Well, that, and that, that you know, I, I mean, that I, I didn't really know the difference, you know, and, and um, you know, I was always under the impression that analog was some different one way or the other. But, but just to hear that the main difference is, you know, one price point, but two is the overall quality of sound. Now, that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the analog sound. It's great. Right. But the, but the digital sound is a little more pure. Um, you know, I know your top, top level uh, models, that, you know, are very, a little more adjustable. You know, with, from a frequency control issue, uh, but uh, the one thing that, that I do know is that, that, that they all work, and that is that's the thing. And folks, I mean, the reason I wanted to have Jack on just prior to the hunting seasons is because so many of you have never thought about investing in your hearing, and I, you know, I see it every day. I mean, you go to a clay range and you automatically put in hearing protection because they tell you you have to. You and go investi- out hunting. Invest- investing is a good word. Because, and and uh, it is an investment. Because a, it, when you get to the point of needing hearing aids, the average price on hearing aids is about $4,500 to $5,000 yep. a pair. Mm-hmm. Every three to five years for the rest yes. of your life. Yes. Do it once, fix it now, fix the problem now, and not have to deal with that. Well, Jack, we're, we're about out of time. Uh, tell me, uh, I, I said it just a little while ago. How do people get in touch with you so that they can find out about the product? Uh, the website is ESPAmerica, all one word, dot com. And the phone number's on there, but the phone number is 303-659-8844. Or the email is ESP at USA.net. That, my friend, is, is worthy of a contact. I'm going to tell you, folks, <clears throat> get in touch with Jack uh, if you call him. He's going to be the guy that answers the phone most of the time. I mean, it is almost always going to be Jack. So, by all means, you know, get in touch with this guy. Jack, I can't thank you enough for being a part of the show. This is some great, great, great information. Thank you. Well, happy to help. Okay, buddy. Folks, that's about all the time we've got for this week. Lots of shooting going on around the country. I hope you're a part of it. Hunting seasons are coming. I know you're going to be a part of some of that. 
So be safe, shoot straight, and have a lot of fun. And we'll see you next time on Winging Clay Nation. Thank you for listening to Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. Please join Marty again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week's show, think safety first and good shooting.